Hey, 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 what you say? This is Old Fashioned Gospel Radio Show. I am Pastor Ethel Harper. It is a privilege and a pleasure to welcome you to our radio show today. Um, my sidekick, Gentleman Elder Harper, is at work, and so I'm by myself, but that's okay. I know that the Lord is right with me. He told me that he'd never leave me nor forsake me, so I thank him for that. But before we get started, I want to do some how, uh, get some housekeeping out of the way with our public service announcements. Old Fashioned Gospel Temple Ministries is located at 1303 D Street, right here in the beautiful city of Las Vegas, Nevada. Our church services are on Sundays, uh, beginning with Sunday school at 9.30 a.m., uh, and our worship services begin at 11 a.m. We have Bible study on Wednesday nights at 6.30 p.m., and we have Thursday morning senior Bible study at 10 a.m. On February 6, 2021, we will have our annual What's Love Got to Do With It uh, drive. We honor our first responders of Las Vegas who put their lives on the line each and every day as they fight for our communities and neighborhoods and citizens of Las Vegas during this COVID-19 experience. Old Fashioned Gospel Temple Ministries will be offering our first responders free donuts and coffee at Fresh Donuts. It's located at 2100 East Lake Mead Boulevard, Las Vegas, Nevada. If you have loved ones, if you have friends, that are first responders, please send them our way. We will be at Fresh Donuts between the hours of 7 a.m. and 9 a.m. on February 6th. We are asking that all those that can join us and help us make this event uh, on February uh, 6th a happy one. You say, how can you help? I'm glad you asked. You can help us by going to our cash app, which is dollar sign OFGTM2018, and donating there. Um, you can also uh, go to our website, which is www.OFGTM2018.wixsite.com forward slash website dash one, and please give your best gift that we can give to our first responders. God bless you, and we thank you for your giving. This has been the Old Fashioned Gospel Radio Show Public Service Announcement. Thank you for listening, and now back to our program. We are talking today about when it's hard to forgive. Um, there are um, there are certain uh, areas um, in our life. There are certain times in our life, certain seasons in our life, when it is hard to forgive. We're talking about forgiveness. That's something that um, most of all of us struggle with because if someone has hurt us, um, if a situation has happened where uh, a loved one was hurt or, or uh, something happened, you know, um, that was devastating. It's hard to forgive uh, when that you feel that you've been wrong. 
But listen, uh, we're dealing with this because the Bible tells us that if we don't forgive, then our God in heaven, he won't forgive us. And listen, I know that there are situations in our life that, um, you know, if someone uh, was to murder your loved one or someone was to harm your child or You know, something like that was to happen in your life. Yes, I understand, but the Bible talks about forgiveness, and we're going to go into that uh, more. So Matthew 18 and 21 says, Then Peter came to him and said, Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me, and I forgive him? Up to seven times. Uh, Jesus said to him, Do I do not say to you up to seven times, but up to 70 times seven. When you think about that number, when you think about that Jesus told him, you know, I know that, you know, Peter was asking, you know, up to seven, how many times am I supposed to forgive, you know, when someone hurts me? How many times am I supposed to forgive when somebody wrongs me? How many times am I supposed to forgive when I'm hurt and I'm wounded or I'm injured or my loved ones are insulted or they're pained from what someone does? And Jesus doesn't answer it the way that Peter you know, was expecting. Jesus said, you know, um, I say, but I do not say to you up to seven times, but up to 70 times seven. My brothers and sisters, listen, I understand that, you know, we, we, we live in this world. And because that we live in this world, there are certain things that are going to happen in our life. There are there are so many things that happen. Um our children, um our children um may be led astray by gangs or um our children are led astray um to take drugs or or um you know there there is the unfortunate situation where that some of us uh, some of us um, are hurt, you know, molested, um, raped. Um, some of us are, um, you know, some of us go through physical pain. Uh, we may have gotten shot or, um, you know, we may have gotten stabbed. Um, um, There's so many situations that can happen in this life, so many uh, things that bring us pain or uh, bring us, uh, you know, to cause us to get wounded. Um, but listen, we still have to forgive. I know that that's hard. I know, I know it's hard to pardon someone that has, you know, taken something from you that they can't give back. If they killed your loved one or if they took something from you, again, you know, I'm trying to be very careful um, I don't want to offend anyone, but it's very, you know, um, forgiveness is hard. I mean, some people carry grudges for years and never forgive. And then, you know, later on in life, they come back and they reassess the situation that 
uh, cause them pain or cause them, you know, cause them to get injured. And they uh, end up forgiving. But listen, why not do what the Bible says that we must forgive? I know that uh, it's, it's, you know, I have never lost a child um, with someone hurting them. I have lost loved ones um, to, I have lost loved ones to, um, you know, someone, you know, taking their lives and stuff like that. I've lost friends that way. But if you are a Christian and you say that you love the Lord, we have to forgive even when it hurts. We have to forgive because if you want God to forgive you, you have to first forgive. You know, you have to find it in your soul, find it within yourself to forgive. You know, Satan wants Satan wants you to stay mad. He wants you to stay messed up. He wants you to stay angry. You know, he wants you to stay ruffled and resentful um, from the situation that caused you pain. Why? Because then it brings division. It brings confusion. It brings loss of love, bitterness, and strife. And that's what Satan is all about. Satan doesn't want you to come to the, the knowledge that we must forgive in order to be forgiven. Um, you know, Peter asked Jesus about this one day, and Jesus' response helps us in understanding why. Uh, uh, why uh, it's it is, it is a challenge at times to forgive. It's a challenge, you know, but again, it might be a challenge, but you have to overcome it. You've got to forgive. Um, sometimes, you know, when when it's a brother, you know, a brother has sinned against me. You know, we have situations or a family member. You know, we have, um, you know, out there we have fathers, you know, molesting their daughters, you know, incest. We have stuff going on. You know, we have, um, you know, we have uncles, uh, uh, you know, having incest with their nieces or you know, it's 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 a terrible thing, and I'm trying to be careful. I don't want to take it out too far because I am very careful of the listener. But it needs to be talked about. These are things that um, you know that you hear people often say that people you know sweep this stuff under the rug. You can't if you don't if you don't go ahead and face it, you'll never be able to deal with it. You know, if you don't bring this into the limelight and that you don't, don't hide it, deal with it. Families need to deal with these things so that they can begin the, the healing process. And that's what it's all about, healing. I understand that there is a need when someone has been uh, wounded, you know, that wound is there, it's present, and it's open. And the only way that we can um, the only way we can heal that is that if we deal with that, the the the, you know, it, it's awful, but it needs to be talked about. It's a lot of stuff going on. We have a lot of teenagers now. Teenagers feel that they don't have any other, they don't have any other avenue but to self, 
you know, mutilate themselves. Why? Because of what they're dealing with, the secrets that they hold. Or we have, we have, uh, we have young people taking their lives today. Um, they said that, um, you know, in 2020, they've had more deaths with kids than ever before. And we need to pay attention. You know, some of our kids think that they can't approach us. Some of our kids are afraid to tell us the truth because, you know, uh, we'll, you know, we won't, you know, we won't um, deal with it. You know, we'll brush it up underneath the rug or, you know, we'll tell them that it's their fault. Listen, we need to, we need to be that listening ear that our children need in this day and this time. We need to not say that our kids need to try and fix this themselves. That's crazy. They They need an outlet. They need a way to talk to somebody, you know. Um, um, you know, they need to be able to tell somebody that they hurt. They, you know, our children need to, you know, be vocal about what's going on with them. But if you, you know, um, if, if you shut that door on them, then what other recourse do they have? And so I say that we need to begin to we need to begin to do things different in our daily lives. We need to start doing things different. If you weren't a listener before, your kids just need you to listen. They just need you to be quiet and let them speak. You know, let them get what's on their heart out. Don't don't interrupt them. Don't don't make them feel like that they can't come to you. Let your kids come to you. Also, you know, there's other situations. You know, um, you know, um, with uh, with you know a, a, a spouse. You know, uh, whether it be the husband or the wife, it could be betrayal. You know, it could be, you know, that, you know, you're getting a divorce. Um, You know, um, it could be, um, you know, church hurt. I I mean, we could just open up this wound for a whole lot of stuff, right? But the thing of it is is that you have to understand that if you keep continuing to build walls of separation, instead of opening up the doors of reconciliation, we'll never, we'll never get this stuff healed and taken care of. Again, Satan is a separator. We know that in uh, John uh, 10.10, we're told all about him and what he's about. We know that the Bible talks about, you know, that he goes uh, uh, to and fro, right? Um, the thief coming not but for the steal, to kill and destroy, right? We know that that's his job, that, you know, all he wants to uh, do is, is stir up strife, to stir up, you know, mess, to get everybody, you know, messed up, you know, get us to where, you know, that we, you know, even go to the point of saying that we hate each other or, you know, that we don't want to talk to each other. But that's not Christ-like. How can a Christian who professes to love the Lord hate his brother? The Bible says that uh, if you say that you love the Lord and hate your brother, you know, you're a liar. You don't love the Lord. And so, you know, we have to break, we have to break a lot of stuff that uh, have been 
uh, allowed to just go, you know, um, go unattested. We, we have to talk about it. We gotta, we gotta be about this thing because you know what? It's all about the kingdom. What are we doing for the kingdom? What are we, what are we doing that will change how that we've been doing it? Listen, we can't always do the same thing, right? And expect different, uh, you know, different things to come out of it. If you keep doing what you've always done, you're gonna always get out with, you know, the same result. But if you if you change your heart, if you change things around, you know, I today this this subject of forgiveness is it, it, it's a tough one because you have a lot of families that um, are against one another because they don't want to forgive. You have a lot of friendships and you have a lot of uh, 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 situations where people just will not forgive. Why? Because we allow the enemy to come in. And once that he comes in, if you give him the opportunity, you know, um, to sit behind the wheel, he's going to go ahead and drive. And so, you know, we can't we can't do that in our lives. We have to learn to forget. Learn to forgive even when it hurts. Even when that you know, you have lost your loved one and someone did come in and take their life or, you know, a tragedy occurred because of someone. Find it in your heart somewhere to forgive. You know, I would hate that we don't get this. I would hate that we don't come to the understanding that God forgave us through his son, you know. You, you know, you you, you got to think about what Jesus did. Jesus, Jesus took a spot that he didn't own. It wasn't, it wasn't for him. He took our place. Why? Why did he take our place? Because he loved us so much. He loved us so much. You know, God in his word, you know, in John 3 and 16, we're reminded that it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whomsoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Why? Because that's love. The love of Jesus. The love of Jesus on the inside of us will make us do things that we normally don't do. And that is forgiveness. You know, um, I'm reminded of the, uh, uh, of, uh, the scripture in Galatians, you know, that talks about us, you know, walking in the spirit, right? Because the fruit of the Spirit, right, uh, we're told that it, it begins in Galatians 5 and 22. It says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, a faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. My brothers and sisters, these are the things that we have to do. We have to learn to walk in the Spirit. We have to learn to allow the Holy Spirit, you know, to help us in situations that that are just too, it, it, it's too hard for us, but we need the help of the Lord. 
We need his help to help us that we can forgive and forgive often. Listen, 2021 is here. There's so much going on with this COVID-19 experience. I mean, if you're thinking about what I'm thinking about, you got your loved ones going to the hospital, nobody can go there and comfort them in their pain and what they're going through. Nobody can sit by their bedside, even though that they may be unconscious and maybe, you know, um, uh, they can't audibly uh, uh, hear you uh, in their conscious state, but they can hear you, you know, how people go in and read the Bible or they go in and they pray with them and uh, um I've heard, you know, patients say, oh, when, when they came out of a coma, I heard you praying. I heard you, you know, uh, reading the word to me. I heard, you know, but we're not afforded that now because, you know, we can't go in with our loved ones, you know, because of what's going on. We've got to listen. And then we have we have brothers, sisters, mothers, fathers. We have cousins, we have friends, uh, uh, loved ones going into the hospital, and maybe we didn't have a chance to tell them that we forgive them or, you know, forgive me. You know, we, we didn't have a chance to say those words. And then we have regrets if something happened. Don't have those kind of regrets. Do it now. Do it often. Do it quickly because it's so important. Listen, I, I, I've got to keep saying that, you know, that, um, you know, the, the enemy doesn't want us, you know, to realize how good forgiveness is to the soul. You know, when you forgive, you know, when you forgive, it's like a, a weight being released off of you. When you when you forgive, if if you were traveling and you had heavy luggage and you were to be able to put that luggage down. That's what forgiveness feels like. You're able to get rid of that stuff that was holding you hostage, that was keeping you bottled up, you know. Um, if you were hiking and you had a heavy backpack on your back, you know, and, and this thing weighed, you know, close to 100 pounds, when you were able to put that thing down, Think about how good you felt when you put that heavy uh, backpack down. That's what happens when you forgive all of that hurt, all of the stuff, the grudges, the stuff that you were holding is released, and it makes you feel lighter than air. Why? Because you never realized how much of that stuff was holding you and waiting you doubt the enemy knows his job well. And the more stuff that he can put in the fire, you know, the angrier you become, the the more, you know, the more resistant that you come to, you know, forgiving. I mean I mean it's it you know, it just doesn't come you know, it doesn't come overnight. Believe me, the enemy is crafty. 
you know, he comes in and, you know, um, you know, something happens and then, you know, uh, something happens that's devastating to you or someone said something or they did something. And every time you think about it, the enemy has to put more on it. He has to make you more sour in your feelings and, and, and in your thoughts. And, you know, it just causes, you know, this to build up over time to where you become insensitive to the other person. You become insensitive to, you know, what's going on. And then the enemy is able to get in and he's, you know, with every situation in every area of your life, he's able to get in and, uh, you know, press down, you know, and, and, Put all this stuff on you, and the more you think about what happened, and you know, um, the more you know that that you don't let this thing out, that you don't talk about it, it begins to fester, and 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 it will it will come to a point where it is. I mean, your life is full of of you know stuff that just you know, makes you boil over, you know, every time that something happens to you or you get mad at the littlest thing. But listen, listen, you can, there is a way for you to get away from all that, you know. And that's like we said, you have to talk about this stuff. you got to release it. you got to let it go. you got to talk about it. You know, you got to go to that person that wronged you. You know, if you can, I mean, if they're incarcerated, write them a letter. You know, I've I've seen, you know, situations where people are able to through, um, you know, these broadcasts. I'm not saying that everybody is able to do it, but, you know, some people are able to, you know, confront, you know, uh, their, you know, the person that hurt them or, you know, whatever that it is. And I'm just saying to you, you know, whatever it is, you have to let it go. You got to let it go. You got to let all of it go. You can't You can't let any of it stay because guess what's going to happen? The longer that you let this stuff, you know, like, like we say, if you keep it a secret and you don't tell anybody and you keep it to yourself, listen, it's going to do something ugly in your life. You've got to release it. I say to those parents, I say to those people that that find that, you know, um, you know, you have something going on in your family, listen, it's, it's time. It's time. It's no time like today. Do it today. Begin to open up and allow, you know, your children, your loved ones, people come to you. Don't sweep that stuff under the rug. Talk about it. Be about it. You know, get it out. If somebody, you know, has wronged you in your life and, you know, while that that person is living, go get it out. Get it out. Get it dealt with, especially families. I, I so say to families, get it out. Don't let it get you to the point. Satan doesn't want marriage because that's a husband and wife knowing that if they know the Lord and they have the love of Jesus, that's a strong 
family, and that's going to be a strong unit. And, of course, he doesn't want that because the love there. He doesn't want people to love each other, you know. He wants families, you know, to be, you know, split. He wants, you know, uh, no reconciliation there. But I say to you, there is reconciliation, you know. Um, if you have Jesus in your life and you say that you love him, begin to open your heart, begin to forgive, begin to allow the love. Now, do you have to, when you forgive, you know, it's, it's another thing. You know, people say, well, for the people that have wronged me, do I have to forgive them and allow them in my life again? Listen, now, it depends on the situation, you know. Um, we have to forgive everybody. We have to love them in order to make it into heaven. You can't hate anybody. You can't have grudges against anybody and then think that when you leave this life and um, for the Christian that when we get in front of God's, you know, judgment by, you know, you are going to be judged on the things that you did down here. And if you had hate, uh, hate and um, uh, you wouldn't pardon sin, you know, of your brother or your sister, you know, um, you know, you got to think about it. It's not me and you, you, me and you all day, we could talk about it. But when you get in front of, you know, God and you get in front of Jesus, what are you going to say? You know, I love you, Lord, but I just couldn't forgive him. That's not how it works. You know, you got to be willing to forgive. But, Forgive often, you know. You don't have to be around that person. You know, you can forgive them and move on. Forgive them if, you know, forgive them and, and you know, keep it pushing. You know, do what you're supposed to do. I always tell, I always tell myself that I have enough trying to deal with what I deal with in a day and trying to deal with, somebody else's issues. If I forgive you, I'm I'm going to move on. I'm going to say I forgive you for what you did, you know, whatever happened, you know, and I'm going to keep it pushing, you know. I, I'm going to keep on going because it's, it's my duty. Then after that I forgive, then I'm going to put love there and say I love you. And, I, you know, I know, you know, it's hard to do that for some people, but I encourage you to do it, you know. Th this lesson is all about forgiveness. Yes, I'm saying forgive a lot because we, as a society, we as a world, we as people, we have situations in our lives that come up and, you know, we forget about the small things, forgiveness. Oh, my God, forgiveness relieves a lot of weight. We carry, again, we carry stuff around with us that wasn't meant for us to carry. It was meant, that load was meant for the Lord. And the only way that, you know, we can give it to him and walk away is learn forgiveness. We're told to take it to the altar, leave it there, and don't pick it back up. But what do we do? We... We go to the Lord and we get to that altar and we got we got that stuff on the altar and somehow when we leave that altar that stuff is right behind us again. It's following us. 
Why? Because we we don't want to truly forgive. Why? Because, you know, oh, I, I have something to talk about. I have something, you know, I got something, you know, to, you know, I got something to say about that. And, you know, I can talk about this and how you hurt me. And, you know, I can talk, you know, but no, that's not what it's for. Think about, think about if, you know, there was someone in your ear every day reminding you of what you did every day, reminding you of every sin that you sinned against God, reminding you, you know, that, you know, um, uh, reminding you of all the stuff, all the mistakes, all of the stuff that you did in your life. What if you had somebody in your ear telling you every day that? How would you feel? You wouldn't feel too good. You wouldn't want to hear that every day. Listen, that's where forgiveness comes in. You've got to forgive. I know. I know. It's so much easier to allow the enemy to come in and make you and make you angry and make you just through with everybody and everything in your life. But what does it what 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 happens? You have people that are dying from strokes and heart attacks and dealing with high blood pressure and you know, they're dealing with, you know, stuff in their body that just shouldn't be because they holding on to grudges and holding on to anger. Anger. The Bible talks about not going to bed. Angry. Don't let the sun go down, you know, on you being angry. Are we listening to the word? What are we doing? What are we doing as as, as we say that we are children of God? Are we are we practicing what that we preach? Are we practicing what we say that we believe in? Listen, if you love the Lord, you've got to come right, and you've got to, you know, get everything in the wash that's not good, you know, that keeps you, you know, um, that keeps you from really realizing, you know, the awful price that Jesus paid. He paid an awful price that he didn't owe, and we owe a debt that we can't pay. When you think about what he did for you from start to finish, when you think about, you know, I'm I'm often reminded and I'm often, you know, cut, you know, to the core when I watch The Passion of Christ. And I watched that they beat Jesus, and that should have been me. When I think about that they spit on him, and that should have been me. When I think about that they slapped him and they pulled hairs from his beard. When I think about how awful that they beat him, and I realize it should have been me. I don't know about you. I'm talking about me. That should have been me. He died in my place. It causes me, it causes me to really think about my life. It causes me to really think about those things that are that are holding me down or causing me or causing me to act unseemly. Anytime that you allow a situation or 
something in your life or someone to make you act unseemly. Think about it. Forgive them. Forgive them. And even if they don't accept it, you forgive and move on. You forgive them. You tell them that you forgive them and you mean it. And, you know, even if they don't receive it, it's okay because, you're, you know, you have done what you're supposed to do. Love them and move on, you know. That's something that we have to do. Look, Jesus bore it so that you would not have to, you know. Bring it to Jesus. I can't, I can't explain that more, you know, more than, than, than I am now. We've got to bring it to Jesus and leave it there, you know. It's, you know, we're, we're reminded that he will give you the grace to forgive, and then you can be free from all of that. But it starts with you. You can't. Expect you can't expect the accuser, your accuser. You can't expect somebody that wronged you. It starts with you, you, my brother, you, my sister, boy, girl. It starts with you. I'm saying to us adults, please open your ears and open your hearts. Our children need us like never before, you know. They're turning to drugs, they're turning to alcohol, they're turning to prostitution they're turning they're turning to things that are detrimental to their health their life they need us open your hearts open your arms open up your ears open up your understanding they need us like never before friends family members brothers sisters listen we need each other now like never before. We're facing things that, you know, we have never had to face. Some of us have never gone through this. We have people we have people that um that are in the older generation. They remember what they went through. Um some of us don't know what slavery feels like. Some of us don't know what um our grandparents or our parents had to go through. We don't we don't know the the awful price that was paid um so that we could have a better life, that we could have you know, we didn't have to go through the subjection of 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 humiliation or the subjection of slavery and stuff like that or being put down, racism, you know our parents tried to shield us from that. And it's so important for us as the believers of Christ to want to shield one another. Listen to that word, one another. Listen, the Bible says that um, Jesus told us that we are to love one another as he has loved us. We are to uh, we are to love each other, okay? And then we are to treat others the way that we want to be treated. The The whole key thing there is how we want to be treated. Have you ever seen that somebody that bullies somebody, that they want 
They want the same things you do. Even though that they're bullying other people, they still want you to treat them with some kind of respect. Even though that they don't treat each other with respect. Listen, we have, it starts with us, you and me, listener, brother, sister, boy, girl, it starts with us. We have to be the resounding voice. We have to be the resounding, you know, um, uh, people in this time, this day, this hour, this minute that we stand up and we say, it's going to start with me. I'm not going to worry about what somebody else is doing. What am I doing? Am I being a better person? Am I forgiving? Am I, you know, giving um, what that I want others, you know, to do? If I want somebody to give me respect, I'm going to give it, right? If I want to get respect, I've got to give it, right? If I want to get, you know, um, if I want to get mercy, I must give it, okay? If I want to get understanding, I must have it myself. And so I am speaking now to those that are out there, that are listening. You know, we have to be the people that stand up in this day, in this hour, and we be the change that this world needs. It starts in us. We can't, we can't, we can't affect anything if we're not, if we're not willing if we're not willing to be that be that first take that first step if we're not willing to be the ones that say that I'm going to how how do things change you know you 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 make a you make a decision it's all in your mind you make a decision you say uh, okay today I'm going to do things a little different than what I did yesterday today I am going to forgive. Today, I am going to love. You know, today, I am going to, you know, show mercy. Today, I am going to, you know, be a little bit more long-suffering than I've been in the past. You know, today, um, you know, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to be temperate in a lot of things, you know, where that I would go off the handle. Guess what? I'm, I'm, I'm going to just, I'm, I'm going to think about some things. You know, sometimes we speak before that we even had time to think about what we were going to say, and it ends up not being good. You know, if if you're that kind of person, take the time to say, you know what, I'm going to think about this. They're speaking. Let me take this all in and let me process this, and then I'll speak. You know, it's ways to change everything, you know. Um, you know, if we're, you know, if we're, if we were people, you know, that, um, you know, that we, you know, people called us mean. You know, try and being kind, try and being gentle. You know, try being meek. You know, uh, you know, it, it all starts with us. Again, it's just you and me. You know, when we wake up, it's just us, 
and what are we going to do? What God has given us another day. God has given us a purpose. You know, if he woke us up, we have purpose. And so what is our purpose today? And it's to be a better better us than we were yesterday. If we didn't quite get it right yesterday, guess what? We can strive to get it right today. We can forgive. And we can we can do a whole lot of things in our life if we just let it start with us. Don't worry about what your neighbor is doing. Don't worry about what the person around the corner is doing. Don't worry about what they're doing in other states. But what are you doing to affect the kingdom? What are you doing to change things? Forgiveness is the key. Forgive everybody. Don't leave anybody out. Forgive everybody. Forgive people that hurt you when you were little. Forgive people that hurt you as an adult. Forgive, forgive, forgive. Why? Because it's so essential. It's so essential. You know, um, we got to put away what the Bible says. You know, we got to put away malice. You know, we gotta we gotta be kind to one another. We gotta be uh, we gotta forgive one another, right? It says uh, the Bible says in Ephesians four and thirty two, it says forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake has forgiven you. This is our word. This is something that we can take and we can eat it up and we can process it and we can let it reign supreme in our life every day. Today is all we have. And what you do today for Christ will last. What you do today, what you change today, what you what what you're able to do that you wasn't able to do, you know, yesterday or the years in the past, it speaks. You've got to forgive. That's the only way that we can make it. That's the only way that we are going to be able that when Jesus comes back and he'll say to us, you know, you know, um, you know, thou good and faithful servant, because that we were mindful of the things of God, that people could see the Jesus in us. This is what the words say. They could see the Jesus in us and then glorify the Father. And then they'll come running saying, what must I do to be saved? My brother, my sister, it's no time like right now to make a decision that you're going to live for the Lord. If you haven't quite done it, you know, in the past, don't beat yourself up, okay? There's so many things in our lives that want to beat us up because we didn't make the quite we didn't make the right decisions from before, or we didn't we didn't do the things that we were supposed to do. Listen, you can't worry about yesterday because yesterday is gone. You can't worry about tomorrow because tomorrow's not here. But we can affect today. What can we do today that we did different? You know that that we didn't do yesterday. Listen, forgive. Okay, I trust that you know the Lord today. I trust 
that the Lord is the focal point of your life and that, you know, that talking about forgiveness is something that, you know, you're used to. But if it's not, and if you don't know him for yourself today, there's a way that you can come to know the Lord for yourself. I want to offer that to you today. How, How can you come to know the Lord? Listen, no matter where you are, if you're uh, at your computer or you're on your phone or you're on your tablet listening to us, you can make the Lord of your life today by doing some simple things. And these simple things is you making up your mind that you want to do things different than you've been doing them in the past, that you that you want to get to know the Lord, that you want the Lord to heal you of the hurt and stuff that you have on the inside. Listen, this is what you have to do. If you don't if you don't find this, if you don't find this offensive and you don't find this, you know, you you don't find this, you know, something that you can't do. I want you to bow your head with me and repeat after me. Dear Lord, I'm a sinner. Please forgive me. Come into my life and cleanse me, Lord, of my unbelief. I believe in you and in the salvation through the blood of Jesus Christ. I turn from sin and trust in Jesus alone as my Savior. In Jesus Christ's name I pray, amen and amen. I promise that if you prayed that prayer with me, Luke 15 and 10 says that there are angels in heaven that are in the presence of God, that they uh, they are praising God and thanking God for you accepting the Lord today. I believe that if you did that, you're on you're on your way. You're on your way to a good thing. Listen, forgive much. Don't hold grudges. Let it go. Stop letting Satan use you. And then you know, and then you come up you come up on the side of you wanting. You come up with you got all these Ills and you got all this stuff wrong with you because you won't forgive. Forgive often. Forgive daily. Forgive, forgive, forgive. Because it's in your best interest to do so. Because if you say that you love the Lord, for those that accepted Christ just right now, I'm telling you that if you profess to love the Lord, but you hate your brother, the Bible calls you a liar, that you don't love the Lord. You know, that you can say it all day, but you're 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 not telling the truth. We gotta learn how to love. And in loving, we gotta forgive. I am so grateful for you allowing us to come into your homes, uh come, you know, to you, uh whatever way that you were listening to us. It has been a pleasure. Uh it is such a, it is such a joy that we get to come to you every other Friday to come and talk about the Lord, to come and impart into your life 
some things that will help you get to the next moment, to the next, you know, second, you know, um, that that it will help you in your daily life. We truly love you here at Old Fashioned Gospel Temple Ministries. Uh, we believe in love. We teach love. If, you know, if somebody has an art, we teach them that, listen, be vocal about it. Talk about it. Don't let it fester. Talk about it and go to them and tell them that you want to work it out, that you don't want you don't want to be angry and that tomorrow comes and you're still angry. The Bible says don't let the sun go down on you being angry. My brother, my sister, boy, girl, listen, take take hope. Jesus is coming back soon. The Bible tells us that uh, that one day, soon and very soon, that he will appear in the sky. The clouds will roll away, and the Bible says that the dead in Christ shall rise first, and then those that are left shall rise to meet Jesus in the air, and then they will go and go and see what heaven is all about. You know, um, I just thank God that the word is true. Jesus is coming back. He is our Savior. Everything that God has purposed, it will come true. Believe that. But there's one thing. Don't get scared about seeing the stuff that's going on today. The Bible tells us that when we see those things coming, coming to fruition, we're told that uh we're told that you know to look up because our redemption is nigh and but the Bible says that the end is not yet, okay, even though that we see those things. I say to you, get hope, my brothers and sisters, even though that we see those things, we know that the end is not yet. Take hope, forgive often. Forgive much, forgive, forgive, forgive. Write that word down. Put it on a sticky note and put it on your mirror so you can see it every day, the word forgive. We are to forgive and forgive like crazy. We've done everything else in life, you know, with a fervor. We, we've, we've done everything else in life, you know, with an urgency. Let's forgive with an urgency like never before. This has been Old Fashioned Gospel Radio. If the Lord deems it, we will be with you again. Uh, 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 Not this Friday, not the Friday coming, but the next Friday. Again, we do it every other Friday, and we just thank God for you. We we're we're praying for you, and we pray the love of Jesus envelop you and keep you. And we bid you adieu until that we meet again. God bless you, and God keep you. <laughs>